Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 1 Samuel chapter 26 from the World English Bible. The Ziphites came to Saul to Gibeah, saying, Doesn't David hide himself in the hill of Hakalah, which is before the desert? Then Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having three thousand chosen men of Israel with him, to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul encamped in the hill of Hakalah, which is before the desert, by the way. But David stayed in the wilderness, and he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness. David, therefore, sent out spies and understood that Saul had certainly come. Then David arose and came to the place where Saul had encamped, and David saw the place where Saul lay, with Abner the son of Ner, the captain of his army. Saul lay within the place of the wagons, and the people were encamped around him. Then David answered and said to Ahimelech the Hittite, and to Abishai the son of Zariah, brother of Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul to the camp? Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai came to the people by night, and behold, Saul lay sleeping within the place of the wagons, with his spear stuck in the ground at his head, and Abner and the people lay around him. Then Abishai said to David, God has delivered up your enemy into your hand today. Now therefore, please let me strike him with the spear to the earth at one stroke, and I will not strike him the second time. David said to Abishai, Don't destroy him, for who can stretch out his hand against Yahweh's anointed and be guiltless? David said, As Yahweh lives, Yahweh will strike him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall go down into battle and perish. Yahweh forbid that I should stretch out my hand against Yahweh's anointed. But now please take the spear that is at his head and the jar of water and let's go. So David took the spear and the jar of water from Saul's head, and they went away, and no man saw it or knew it, nor did any awake, for they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from Yahweh had fallen on them. Then David went over to the other side and stood on the top of the mountain afar off, a great space being between them. And David cried to the people and to Abner the son of Ner, saying, Don't you answer, Abner? Then Abner answered, Who are you who cries to the king? David said to Abner, Aren't you a man? Who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not kept watch over your lord the king? For one of the people came in to destroy the king your lord. This thing isn't good that you have done. As Yahweh lives, you are worthy to die because you have not kept watch over your lord, Yahweh's anointed. Now see where the king's spear is and the jar of water that was at his head. Saul knew David's voice and said, Is this your voice, my son David? David said, It is my voice, my lord, O king. He said, Why does my lord pursue his servant? For what have I done? What evil is in my hand? 
Now, therefore, please let my lord the king hear the words of his servant. If it is so that Yahweh has stirred you up against me, let him accept an offering. But if it is the children of men, they are cursed before Yahweh, for they have driven me out today that I shouldn't cling to Yahweh's inheritance, saying, Go, serve other gods. Now, therefore, don't let my blood fall to the earth, away from the presence of Yahweh, for the king of Israel has come out to seek a flea, as one one hunts a partridge in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will no more do you harm, because my life was precious in your eyes today. Behold, I have played the fool and have erred exceedingly. David answered, Behold the spear, O king. Then let one of the young men come over and get it. Yahweh will render to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness, because Yahweh delivered you into my hand today, and I wouldn't stretch out my hand against Yahweh's anointed. Behold, as your life was respected today in my eyes, so let my life be respected in Yahweh's eyes, and let him deliver me out of all oppression. Then Saul said to David, You are blessed, my son David. You will both do mightily and will surely prevail. So David went his way, and Saul returned to his place. That is the end of chapter 26. So what about these Ziphites? They're back to their same tricks employees trying to get favor with Saul by turning over David to him. Regarding Abner, the son of Ner, recall that in 1 Samuel chapter 14, verse 50, it says that Ner is Saul's uncle. So Abner is Saul's cousin. The account does not tell us beforehand or make it clear what David's plan was when going into the camp where Saul was. He had refrained from killing Saul several times, so it's hard to think that he was seriously considering killing Saul now. But at the very least, David kept from doing it again and stayed Abishai's hand from the clear temptation to get it done. It seems possible that David just wanted to do something similar to what happened in the cave, something to show that David was not seeking to destroy Saul. And more than that, David was passing up very clear opportunities to kill Saul. It is hard to imagine that they really thought they could sneak into the camp and not be detected. And the fact that it mentions that a deep sleep was sent from Yahweh kind of proves the point there. So there is at least an impression that the deep sleep was protecting David, but I think it was also testing or proving David. Recall in Hebrews where we talked about Jesus proving his obedience through suffering because obedience is never really fully tested unless there is suffering involved to follow through with that obedience. So it could be something something similar here with David. David is in dire straits, he's hiding, he's in fear, and yet he is still obedient to not kill Saul. The fact that David waits until he is a good distance away there's a, a large distance between him and King Saul, indicates that he wasn't looking for an opportunity to just wake up Saul and just talk to him alone. Um, but from that distance, David pleads his case that he doesn't want to be driven from the land identified with Yahweh, the land of his inheritance also. And then Saul is sorry again, and this is their last recorded encounter. David's comments about the Lord's anointed 
could very well also be a reference to himself for Saul to acknowledge that David is also the anointed of Yahweh, and Saul shouldn't be trying to kill him either. And Saul at least verbally concedes that David is blessed and is going to prevail, but again, David doesn't trust himself to Saul. And based on the reference that we'll see in the next chapter, that was the right choice. Thanks for listening. See you next time. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.